0: Hey everyone, it's Mickey Satchika. Today, we're going to talk about something really tricky. And honestly, this is probably the most difficult episode that I'm going to do here at Little Nussable. Um, It's about using the five love languages to practice self-love. As you know, self-love is not easy for everyone. I mean, even though you are a person with lots of milestones in terms of your personal for professional life, there will be a point in your life wherein it's going to be a bit of a bit of a challenge. We will try to connect the concept of five love languages to your self love journey. And as you know, I love sharing about the things that work for me or things that I've learned through other people, or through researches. And it is very important that we share different perspectives uh, and learn from those perspectives or use them as a tool to figure out what will work for us. Because obviously, there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to wellness. You probably hear that a lot from me or here that the little, uh, little messable. So I really believe that loving yourself by meeting your love language is very important for your wellness and for your career journey, for your career goals. And when we learn self-love practices, oh, we're able to embrace our truer self and we're able to uh, be able to have better relationships. For those of you who might not know, okay, wait a sec, what are the five love languages and, and what is love language in the first place? Ang love language boy is a world famous concept that was coined by Dr. Gary Chapman. He actually wrote a very famous book called, called The Five Love Languages, How to Express heartfelt commitment to your mate, And in a nutshell, he was saying that different people with different personalities give and receive love in different ways. And it is a great tool to help you decode what will make your spouse, your children, your friends feel loved the most. Now, I am trying to connect this with our self-love journey because how can we express or give love, or how can we receive love if we don't know how to love ourselves in the first place? So I truly believe that practicing self-I uh, mean, practicing self-love would also mean that you try to indulge in giving yourself those five love languages and not just. Um, you know, seek them 100% of the time or 24 seven or 365 days in a year from others. So we're going to try to talk about how can we take care of you? Because of course, if you cannot take care of you, you cannot genuinely take care of others. As cliche as it may sound, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And that's why self-love is the best love. I know that sounds cheesy, but I really believe in that. Um, so now let's get straight to it. Anibay yung mga five love languages first of all: words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of services, and receiving gifts. So those are five. Uh, those are five. Now for words of affirmation, um, how can we include that in our self love journey? Now there are two types of affirmation. There's affirmation, and of course, yung medyo spelled differently affirmation. I talk a lot about this in our social media accounts and it basically means the first one is uh, a sentence format and the second one is in a question format so meaning when when you talk about words of affirmation in a sentence format you're trying to motivate yourself and or inspire yourself by reminding uh, yourself about positive statements like for example telling yourself I can do this. I am ready to do this. I am healthy. I can bounce back from this. I will figure it out. Or I am healthy. I am blessed. I am loved. So those are sentence formats. So those are your words of affirmation. Now people might think, uh, oh, it sounds really um, something that I'm I'm not gonna do. Meron mga logical-minded people and um, typically the affirmation uh, format is something that might work for them and it is in a question format. So meaning you're trying to act like a Google, you're searching uh, for positive things in your brain and asking questions like, why am I able to do this? Why am I able to get through this? why am I prepared for this? Why am I healthy? Why am I blessed? And that way you are forcing yourself or your brain to come up with with questions, because you are putting yourself on the spot rather than, you know, saying it in a statement format. So words of affirmation is something that I really believe in, because there will be moments wherein you have to just remind yourself. And you cannot constantly seek that you know, that, that validation from other people that you are doing a great job despite of all the challenges that you're going through. So you have to cheer yourself up and say positive things so you can feel motivated and feel inspired. I spoke to one of uh, the clients that we have and about 30% of their workforce are in their 40s or 50s. And based on the survey that came up, um, there was a very interesting insight that I learned from it. And that is a couple of them felt that um, they might be dealing with midlife crisis. And um, of course, uh, midlife events, like it could be triggered by different um, ways. I learned when I was reading through different um, researches and different books about it, that when a person is experiencing or going through a midlife crisis, it's a matter of, there are, there are different strategies, of course, but one is it's a matter of reframing your thought that you are really not losing out your real identity, but rather it's a stage of your life wherein you will have an opportunity to recreate a new version of you or reinvent yourself. And the beauty of it is that you're at a at stage of your life wherein you have so much wisdom, you've learned so many things, you've picked up so many skills, and that is something that can empower you to help you navigate that. And I know that's easier said than done, but... This is the reason why words of affirmation is very important at any stage really of your life, because again, it is going to be your constant reminder for yourself, no matter what kind of stage or chapter you're trying to unlock in your life. What I do personally is that I put in reminders on my phone and sometimes my alarms have labels in them. So when I turn off that alarm clock or on my phone or whatever notification that is, I will see that reminder. So one of my favorite words of affirmation is I am healthy. So maybe that that would work for you guys. Feel free to share in the comment um any mm-hmm. yung reminder or word of affirmation that uh, helps you become optimistic. And second is quality time. Now this is very tricky especially if you are let's say for example someone who is an introvert I mean it can also be um tricky if you were uh, extrovert um but I have a very interesting research that I have discovered that I wanted to share to you guys so obviously quality time is something that may look different to whatever setup you have in life. For example, if you're in a relationship, you want quality time from your partner, but you want them to have a me time or a quality time with yourself. Deba. So it's really a, a matter to be talked about and to figure out how we can strike a balance between that. And how does it how does that even work if you're single? Right? How can you have quality time? Well, for me, Uh, I take myself out on dates. I treat myself on dates. I go on solo lunch or solo dinners and experiencing things on my own. I did recently different trainings uh, about prior therapy and doing some cold therapy. When you treat yourself for for experiences that are new or something that's out of your comfort zone, it is something that can boost your self esteem, your self love makes you happy, right? Now, this research that I wanted to throw in about quality time is something that I think will be helpful if you are an introvert. And this was a study from University of Cambridge and University College London, they actually set up this study wherein they were trying to figure out so you're mostly living alone, or you don't get a lot of quality time from your loved ones, or you don't get a lot of socialization. How can you have this? So, the purpose of the, the real purpose of that research was to really figure out if remembering positive experiences could help you in terms of stress management and can lower your vulnerability in terms of feeling lonely, Uh, in terms of having risk for mental health problems. And guess what? Uh, The team found that recalling specific positive memories uh, was associated with fewer negative self-related thoughts and with lower levels of cortisol. And you have lower vulnerability in terms of getting depressed, in terms of feeling lonely. So the reason I'm saying this under this category for quality time is, of course, if there will be times wherein you probably is on your me time, or probably it's hard for you to travel to see your loved ones or to spend quality time with your partner. And there's a beauty in just simply recalling all the positive experiences or beautiful memories with eyes closed or not. It's it's something that will be helpful that brings joy that brings out positive hormones or or feel good hormones. I kind of miss my cat's uh, tune of breath right now. <laughs> I mean honestly you you know that um when you leave solo and you are far from your your pet kids or your parents or your siblings or your significant other, that it is tricky, right? So You need to, I think, use the power of visualization and recall happy memories. Or why not just uh, maybe increase your circle and find new friends and um, figure out how you can um, have quality time with these new people and learn from these new people. I have this one fun memory that we'll always treasure and um, I hope my nephews don't grow up too fast. That is our VCO exercise. VCO meaning virgin coconut oil. So what we do is whenever I visit them, we put VCO on the floor and we we dance around carefully, of course, so that we don't break our bones, or we try to exercise. It's a fun workout. We we act like it's a treadmill or we pretend that we're in a dance floor, and of course, it's very slippery. But that's what makes it fun. We always laugh whenever we do that. Um, it's something that we started doing during the the, the pandemic, and I. I didn't want them to be fully addicted to just using gadgets so I taught them to do a bit of yoga and meditation but they get bored sometimes so we have to be creative and think of something that's fun and at the same time involves a lot of movement so yeah we call it VCO exercise that's one of the memories that I always um, try to recall because it just makes me happy whenever I remember that all right let's move on to the third one and that is physical touch Gosh, how can you do this on your own? How can you integrate this on your self-love journey? (laughs) First off, I want to tell you that it is possible. (laughs) Okay, but I'm talking about massages. I am obsessed with massages. It is something that is obviously helpful for anyone's well-being, as far as I know. Um, If you're not into that, There's another hack and that is investing in good pillows. My pillows are my one of my prized possessions because um it's it's a good cuddle buddy. You know, you can imagine it as a person that you love that you're not seeing, or you can imagine it as your loved one, or it's you can just imagine that you are just hugging yourself. Really, it feels good. Do whatever works for you. But um self-hugging or or hugging a pillow is I think is uh, one way to you can do if wanted to practice physical touch and your self-love journey. all right now what else okay so let me know you guys in 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 the chat what other ways you are doing in terms of physical touch and the next one is receiving gifts for me it is a matter of figuring out okay you've got a small or a big win how do you treat yourself it can be a material thing or it can be a non-material thing like in other words yes if you are able to treat yourself for maybe buying yourself an ice cream you can buy yourself flowers (laughs) or buying yourself a new book or a gadget that's helpful or it can be you want to splurge into experiences you want to gift yourself with doing a program or a training or a travel uh, something that could open up new possibilities for you so it is something that um, a present that you can give for yourself uh, and i really believe that this this is something that might be tricky for some especially if you're very meticulous about, about your expenses and i always think that you can definitely find a balance like find a balance that works for you uh, I, I try to balance wherein I will be conscious or mindful about the future and and investing for my future self. Um, but at the same time, I also find moments wherein I wanted to spoil myself and indulge in some things that are gonna make me laugh or smile or happy or healthier. So I go for products that uh, can signify something that, oh, I got this product because I was able to unlock this, whatever goal, big or small that I did or was able to unlock, right? So this is also the reason why I super love Um, goro's products Uh, for me it is a great investment um, especially their expert 9000 electric toothbrush it's great investment that i gifted myself because it is good for teeth gum and overall mouth health Um, so i encourage you guys check it out another gift uh, that is not um, let's talk about non-material gifts Um, giving yourself a gift of peace of mind now if you find yourself in a very toxic setup or environment or Something that doesn't have growth, doesn't support your emotional well-being or your mental well-being. You have to give yourself the gift of freedom to detach yourself from that. And I'm not trying to oversimplify things because there are times or a setup we're in, you cannot just instantly remove yourself from it. That there are people you don't want to hurt, or maybe you don't want to, you know, um, just leave completely. Um, so there are many ways to detach it can be permanent it can be temporary um, but the point is gifts can also be learning to know what will give you peace of mind and when and how you can provide that to yourself um, if there is a, something that is toxic and um, it can be a person it can be an environment it can be maybe you know just a project that doesn't support you anymore, short term or long term. You have to be strategic in figuring out how you can put an end to it. Or you know, um, again, it's something that is also a bit of a tricky topic to discuss because there's so many nitty gritty about it. But you know what works for you, you know what brings you peace of mind. So follow what works for you, what is best for you, because it is a form of gift that you deserve. Also, another form of gift is course experience. I recently signed up for dance classes. I'm super excited to um, for my first one for that. And um, it's something that is good as a, as a form of workout. So I'm sharing this because if you are someone with a lot on your plate, you have to give yourself the gift of trying a variety of activities so that you don't feel burnout and you will... Um, be able to explore new skills and um, testing different things you know something that's out of your comfort zone like me dancing is something that's totally out of my comfort zone but i'm willing to try that because it's a gift that i wanted to give to myself um uh, what else Of um improving yourself is a form of gift uh, i i really think that self-awareness is very critical for your self-love journey um because if you don't if you don't know yourself you're not able to really figure out what are your priorities what are your values and this is something that is so much related to how you can give and how you can receive love um so learning how to be more self aware is a gift that you can give yourself and there's so many experts out there that you probably are you know have been seeing on social media you can learn a thing or two from them and um for me my trick is i don't i don't subscribe to just one person or or, or one guru or, or one expert i try to open my mind or my heart and my eyes to different people so that i can see different perspectives from them and then i figure out what works for me and what will not work for me and some of them i share in uh, in wellnessable So yeah, different type of gifts. It's not just a typical thing that you buy, right? Um, The the point about it is to not be guilty about it because you worked hard and usually you deserve to self-indulge. So yeah, now let's jump into acts of services. This is the fifth and final one. If you are an entrepreneur, someone with lots on your plate, an act of service could be um, delegating tasks. That is something that uh, doesn't have much of an ROI for you like meaning if you can tap into another professional or another creative to do uh, something that doesn't excite you doesn't something that that you don't enjoy something that's stressful doesn't ignite your soul as they say and you can pay someone to do it for you so that you can focus more important things then do so it's an act of service you're giving yourself more freedom to do another type of activity or task or errand that has more impact that you're more for your business or for yourself right? rather than doing the smaller things or, even the not so small things but you're not just really thrilled about it i'm going to give you a specific example here as well like personally um i do many things i have a job i have a business i have freelance project and of course i have a podcast and um driving is something that doesn't excite me i am i know how to drive but i'm not a fan of it it's is something that is very stressful for me so regardless if it's a short if it's a short or long trip i either book uh, a transport service for that or i hire a couple of my favorite car services to drive me around especially if i have multiple meetings in different locations or if i'm going to visit my family out of town and the reason is not just because i'm not happy <laughs> when i'm you know doing the driving on my own but also because i'm trying to be strategic about it because i can either during the trip relax and rest or listen to music or i can work i can work on my phone or on my laptop so yeah <laughs> figure out what kind of service you can delegate to others that you can pay So that you can focus on stuff that you feel is more um, beneficial for you or has more impact for you. Okay, An act of service for your self-love journey can also mean that um, if there is something that you feel is no longer supporting your growth, that it's important that you also tap someone you can trust. To open up with, to be vulnerable with, to either guide you or to just, you know, sometimes there's clarity when you open things up to other people and you are able to solve the problem yourself. For me, that is an act of service. And um, obviously, it's a self-love journey. So that means you cannot just, you know, tap another person or a loved one or someone you can trust about this. So the hack that I do is journaling. Sometimes things become crystal clear when you're writing things down. And there's a lot of research that proves this, you guys. When you write things down, you're able to see the bigger picture, even the need to greedy level and you're able to become more solution focused. And therefore it's it's something that helps you in your self-love journey. It's a love language that you can give yourself. I know people are, um, these days are not much, some people at least that I know of are not much into writing things down physically. So maybe you can consider taking notes on your phone and doing the journaling there. It can be a bullet journal or it can be a micro journal, whatever works for you, figure it out as long as you're writing it down. <laughs> so that's all for now please remember to not just be generous or be loving or be giving for others but to do those for yourself be generous to yourself and one of the tools to do that is you know following the concept of love languages Chempre plot twist some it's something that we cannot do all solo we're social right so we have to find our tribe and whenever we need support to get that kind of love language from uh, from others and the other way around give their love languages as well um find your support people have a, a strong support system and you know and uh, remember that there will be not so perfect moments in life but when you have strong support system you have loved ones you can trust self-love journey wellness journey career journey whatever adventure you're going to have in life becomes uh, a lot easier thanks guys for listening Thank you for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy. And please share this episode to your loved ones and friends. And check the links in the show notes or description of this episode. Remember, wellness is possible, wellnessable.